Hi, I'm G. And I'm Jay, and this is the Secrets Fillers podcast. Pour yourself a cup of tea and let's chat. Welcome back, Secret Spillers. This year, we are thrilled to introduce you to intentional and thoughtful brands through our sponsorships. And this month's sponsor, our very first sponsor of the podcast is Alice Mushrooms, which we think is so fitting because we interviewed co-founder Charlotte Cruz on the pod. Shout out Charlotte. Go back and listen to her episode. It's amazing. And we just became Alice Mushrooms super fans after that. Um, So a little bit about Alice Mushrooms. It was born out of desire to give people what neither the pharmaceutical industry or the supplement industry have provided, which is safe, effective, and delicious consumables that pair long-term benefits with immediate boost to cognitive functioning. So they have all those great adaptogens and vitamins and minerals and all the good stuff you need to keep your uh, brain happy and healthy. Um, in addition to that, I am personally a super fan of their nightcap chocolate. So this one is formulated to help you get a really good night's sleep. It's the best addition to my wind down routine at night. Um, because one, it replaced wine, <laughs> wine down, uh, with a healthy alternative, but it's also like you get a little after dinner snack, a little after dinner chocolate, watch a show and your body just naturally unwinds and you get like that amazing sleep, like that you could never get from taking maybe a more pharmaceutical drug or sleep aid that might give you a little bit more of that hangover feeling. This is truly a beautiful natural alternative that just really chef's kiss. Thank you, Alice Mushrooms. Yeah. So if you're wondering like, what the heck is this all about? Mushrooms, chocolate, go back and listen <laughs> to the episode with Charlotte. Um, We will link it in the show notes. And we are just so grateful that when we reached out, Charlotte was like, yes, I want Alice to sponsor the podcast. She's a really cool founder in that way. She walks the walk in terms of women supporting women and lifting up like-minded brands. Um, Totally. I'm loving the brainstorm chocolate. So that's like their focus and energy um, product. And it's a healthy caffeine replacement. So since I'm not drinking coffee for hormone balancing, it is the dream addition to my toddler mom life. Um, (laughs) And we can't wait to chat more at the end of the show about a new exciting product that Alice Alice has dropping. I know. Stay tuned to learn more Sacred Spillers. G and I will be sharing some of our personal experiences with Alice Chocolates and, of course, like G teased some of their new offerings that we're super excited about. Okay. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back, Sacred Spillers. I'm G. I'm X. (laughs) Surprise. It is not J. Here we are with our valentine's day episode i am bringing you my valentine x and g v day <laughs> we've we've uh our movie star celeb name is x and g which is funny that i'm g and j too now yeah you're an initial one one letter <laughs> girl so this may or may not be out first before uh tom and J. J and T. J and T. Oh, more on that later. <laughs> depends, uh, depends who gets their act together first, which we're doing well. It's nap time. As we are parents on a Sunday, we are uh, podcasting at our kitchen table. Let's tell them about our weekend. Okay. 
<laughs> oh, we did yesterday, you mean? Or yeah, yesterday. One of us did, one of us didn't, sort of. Yeah. So, dear listeners, <laughs> on Friday, I guess it was, I was uh, looking at the local news website and saw a listing or article about an estate sale of which Georgie and I have always aspired to be estate sale goers. Hoppers. Um, whenever we drive past a sign, we say, oh, estate sale, and then never go. <laughs> That's the extent of it. And each of us have probably been to like one once separately. Uh, but it's kind of fun. It's and, a budding <laughs> And it also dovetails, I don't know if the story's ever been told on the pod, but it dovetails with the fact that we were watching Antiques Roadshow when Georgie's water broke. That story has not been told on the <laughs> Maybe in a story for another time. <laughs> Maybe not for Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, well, that's kind of romantic. Um, anyways, there was an article for an estate sale, and I was, guess it was less than an estate sale and more of a moving sale for former trailblazer Terry Porter from you know 80s, 90s point guard who still lives in Portland and was moving out of their you know family home of I don't know, 30 years probably, 40 years maybe. Picture Father of the Bride house. Yeah, very nice kind of traditional house, white house with you know basketball hoop out front, um, pillars in the front. And, and about 200 people in line outside once we got than, there. Yeah when, yeah, we, when we got there. Yeah. And then it doubled. It opened at the door, so they dropped the address. As if it was like a you know shoe House drop, party. cool thing, <laughs> uh, at nine a.m., which is what was said in the article on on the day before. Said, "Oh, it's gonna address is gonna drop at nine. Everybody knew it was in Dunthorpe, a night like really nice neighborhood in Portland in that area, but like address itself wasn't known. Address drops at nine, doors open at eleven, and we got there at ten forty-five, 45. with Ruth." And luckily it was sunny out because... It was really nice. It's been a really nice weekend. And she ran around on the grass until the doors opened and about, I don't know, 50, 100 people got let in. Probably less. But yeah, they had a limited number of people in line. So we waited in line for a bit and then the, not necessarily attention span, but just like physical ability to wait in line of a 20-month-old is not as long as Dwindled. it needed to be. <laughs> so Georgie... Also, nap time was imminent and lunch. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't... Yeah. Ideally, we would have gotten in earlier. I mean, I was... Well, so then I... So then Georgie and Ruth left, and I waited in line and actually went to the house myself. Just by myself. But waited in line next to some lovely people that I chatted with for two hours. <laughs> I was standing <laughs> yeah. in line outside someone's house. My idea, what I wanted to do, because I know that... Terry Porter is a big golfer. I wanted to go and see what like golf equipment and stuff he had in the garage, which we saw multiple people walking out with golf clubs and things. So I was kind of immediately. Yeah, immediately. I mean, those are the hot ticket items for some people at estate sales. So I've learned. Um, <laughs> but I did get uh, I did get two golf clubs for a total of thirty bucks and a hat and a hat. And we went and found a really nice playground, and a mom there gave Ruth an apple, and there was a little free library, which I always love, that we got some books at. So it was a success all around. Yeah, and a nice weather again. Mm -hmm. Crisp, sunny, cool day. 
And then the afternoon activity was that we are also aspiring runners, question mark. If you know me and are listening to this, you may be thinking, what? (laughs) Alex signed up for a half marathon in April. I'm doing the 5K. So I impulsively out of excitement bought him a secondhand running stroller so that he can do these training runs with Ruth. However, we got to the trail to just simply take this new stroller on a walk and and (laughs) (laughs) I made the joke then and I'll make it now that Georgie did not kick the tires on this thing. Which I don't know that phrase. One of the tires was completely flat and may just be a puncture. There was also zero apparatus to harness her in left on the stroller itself. Which you half noticed. You said, oh, well, this piece is missing. I noticed the bottom piece didn't have a buckle, but in fact, there were no buckles to be found. Yeah, or nothing to buckle into. There were some remnants of buckles. I, as many of you know, and Jay and I talk about, like, thrifting and secondhand buying, I'm really into that for her and, like, for baby stuff, and uh, so I'm going to try my my best to return and or reconsign this stroller that this store took and sold. Yeah, and then sold. But the, you also were the one who bought it. I did buy totally it. can't totally blame it on them <laughs> for selling it when you're the one who's insisted on buying it. So that's where our weekends are heading. Runs, walks, and estate sales, which I really like. Yeah. And we just had a lovely Sunday new tradition of church and pastries Mm -hmm. because the spring weather is coming back. Finally. Yeah. Well, yeah, the groundhog said so. so. Right. So um, welcome. Little background, I guess, on us is that we have been together since we were 19-year-old little babies at USD, um, married for seven years this year, in August. Mm-hmm. Six and a half currently. Six and a half currently. We um, have lived all up and down the West Coast. We've done a little bit of long distance, and he's my best friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we're going to ask each other some questions. Do you want to tell me a fun time we've had together? <laughs> a good story? I'm trying to think. I mean, I saw that question and I was trying to think. It's kind of like one of those things of, I don't know, I feel like I need something. Anytime is a fun time. You need a better question. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I need like a trigger to get me into a certain memory, you know, of like, a, tell me about this specific fun time that you had. It's hard to say of a of a fun random story that I, I need to have that on tap, you know, like an icebreaker question. So you're telling me you're not prepared for this one? No. <laughs> okay. What were you thinking of of that? What I was would thinking you, you would think of a funny story. You'd take a little bit of time and find a, a story. Oh, okay. How about the time where your water broke when we were at the beach? <laughs> Go for it. Uh, just dovetails into a really long story of a long Yeah, we don't labor. need to do my birth story, but you can say like oh, okay. that, yeah. that trip and weekend and how yeah. you felt. So the idea was... Being the partner. Yeah, the idea was uh, we were about two weeks before... Due date. Yeah. And 
we both love going to the Oregon coast, which is about, you know, an hour, hour and a half drive away from Portland. It's kind of our favorite place. Kind of our favorite place. Uh, although we weren't staying in our favorite, favorite place, but, you know, just down the road. Anyways, it was, so it was Memorial Day weekend and we decided that we were going to go spend it at the coast, kind of like a last hurrah before. Which you have since told me that you didn't really think we should, but who, who is to tell their pregnant 38 week pregnant wife that it was not a good idea? Yeah, exactly. That was, yeah, it was, Georgie mainly had the idea of, yeah, what if we go to the coast, which I you know, normally would say, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but also, yeah, we were 30 weeks or 38 weeks pregnant and just thinking about, okay, so what do we do if something happens while we're there? which it did. So we were sitting on the couch watching Antiques Roadshow. Which we tend to do. And Alex is, if you have not already caught this vibe, a very um, witty, quick person who is really fun to watch anything with. But Antiques Roadshow in particular, because he just makes fun of the characters on there and then kind of elaborates on their life stories. And I end up laughing a lot, which I did. Mm -hmm. And laugh so hard that you thought that you peed yourself when it turned out it was your water breaking. Correct. And at nine o'clock at night, it was a storm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I forgot about that part. It was, yeah. I mean, the Oregon coast, half the time, maybe not half the time, maybe less than that, is really beautiful, sunny, uh, clear, you know, beach weather, but colder than, you know, you're envisioning in San Diego. And the other times it's like rain and wind and cold and wet and gray. And this was one of those weekends. And yeah, so it was 9, 9.30. I was in complete uh denial denial and alex was like maybe we should call the midwives i was supposed to birth at a birth center and we called the midwives and they're like yeah just come in and we'll check it and we're like we're not in town (laughs) yeah there's they were basically saying you should probably come back so drove in the you know i guess it wasn't the middle of the night but dark nighttime driving rain through like the coastal range foresty unlit roads um Major, major heroic partner moment. Very stoic. Very stable. And then... On the outward appearance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, then, and that... So, basically, that was that was that story of, okay, yeah, we're going. We got some pet pee pads at Safeway. Oh, no, adult diapers at Safeway. Stopped off there. And then, yeah. And then home. the rest and is then the rest history. Is just, um, and Ruth is here, as two, you all know. Two days later, essentially. Yeah. Um, so that was a fun story. That was a fun story. Now, <laughs> thinking about it now, yeah. It is. Shall I, ha- shall I ask my first question? Yeah. And I'll, I'll answer it because, and it'll give you a little bit of time to think. This is not necessarily romantic or partner related, I suppose, but it could, you can, it could be of what is at least one of your pet peeves. Of you? No, just in general, <laughs> because I, and I had that. I had this thought because I had it on, had it happen to me, on Friday afternoon. Okay. And my my one of my pet peeves, being a very particular person, I probably have a few, but one of them. You classify yourself as a very particular person. I think so. Oh. 
Sometimes. With certain things. Do you think Sorry, I'm... I don't know that. <laughs> That's Alexa That's chiming in. That's our third, third party. Uh, listener. Um, the thing that I... Oh, pet peeve would be uh, when someone... So, maybe a little bit of background to this. I'm, I'm on the phone a decent amount for my job. Um, and phone more so with like not coworkers or anything. So I'm not using like teams or zoom or Google chat or whatever, but like actual old school, pick up the phone. Um, and sometimes I'll get emails from people saying just an email that says, do you have time for a quick call? (laughs) And it's, it's not like, Oh, do you want to schedule a call later today or later this week? It's like just a one line email. email, Can I call you quick or something like that? And it's like, okay, well just call me. (laughs) <laughs> if you're available right now for a quick call and it is truly a quick call, call me. And if I don't pick up, then guess what? I don't have time for a quick call. <laughs> and if I do pick up, let's have a quick call. But let's save the email. Every time I get an email like that, I don't respond. <laughs> I'm so trying to you, train the world. <laughs> you've heard it here, folks. Do not email Do not email, email me. I have to say, give me it. Can, do you have time for a quick call? So what happened on Friday? Someone emailed me saying, yeah, I have time for a quick call, and I didn't respond. And they didn't call. But to, to be fair, he also said, he or she, who could say? Uh, he also said, uh, do you have time for a quick call or maybe mo- or something like, you know, or maybe on Monday? So it was clearly not, like, pressing. So I didn't, I, and to him, my bite. non-response was, <laughs> no, I bite. don't have time for a quick call. <laughs> Um, my pet peeve is meanies on the road. Yeah. It just skyrockets my adrenaline and frustration. And I always think, would you, outside of your car, say and gesture and do what you just did Yeah. to that other person? Probably it, not. It's just not necessary. Along those lines, another pet peeve that I would have. <laughs> that I also experienced this week is similar uh, when you're at a sporting event and like someone is you know yelling at the players. It's like, would you have said that thing to to their face? Like if if they could see your face and hear you and point you out, mm-hmm. no, you wouldn't. So why 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 are you saying that? Yeah, it's for the people around you, especially like in the seats that we usually sit in the season tickets for the trailblazers that my parents have um they're pretty close and if you say something like the players will probably hear it like and be able to hear exactly where it came from and com- and could are close enough to come for see you. your face and <laughs> say what did you say if they felt like it which i've seen that happen before i've seen players turn to people and say other things or say things back and Funnily, so there was one experience of that this last Wednesday, which was Damian Lillard's return to the Blazers. Bet you didn't think Secrets Village you were going to get so <laughs> Sports much pot talk. blazer talk. Yeah, basically, if you're in Portland, it's Blazers all the time. <laughs> but so someone said, I can't remember what they said, but said something dumb to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, but also <laughs> uh, at the game, sitting close to us was Damian Lillard's brother. And so... Dame was talking to him during the game, and some of the Blazers who know Dame's brother through Dame from his time in Portland were kind of jarring with him a little bit too, just like fun stuff that they were joking. But 
I think some people didn't realize who it was. So <laughs> then they're like, oh my gosh, that guy's like talking to Anthony or Anthony Simons and like they're going back and forth. It's like, well, yeah, they've hung out probably a lot. They're friends. You never know who you're sitting by. Yeah, true enough. Basically, just always be kind and don't and pick up the phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you can be anything, be kind and be conscious of other people's time. Yeah. Be efficient. Be efficient. And kind. Speaking of being efficient and kind, do you have a favorite moment from our wedding that you would like to tell the Secret Spiller audience? A favorite moment from our wedding? Do you mean the entire day or the ceremony or any, any part? Would you like me to highlight it closer? Make it no, smaller? No. No, anything. <clears throat> I'll give you a couple. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a pre-moment, a ceremony moment, and reception moment. Wow, okay. Pre-moment, we were getting... We, my parents had rented a house. Uh, this is in San Diego. In San Diego, in La Jolla, um, where I got ready with groomsmen and um, and other men, I suppose. <laughs> Basically, my brother-in-law, who wasn't technically a groomsman. Um, and... So they all, everybody, you know, not everybody was staying there, but everybody came over there to get ready. And the, one of the photographers was there to take pictures of me getting ready, us getting ready. And I remember we were playing Liar's Dice, just kind of like standing around the kitchen island. Um, None of us were ready yet or doing anything. We're just kind of all hanging out and... Uh, I think someone looked at a clock or whatever and said, like, when, you know, should we start getting ready? Or, like, when do we start, when do we need to start getting ready? And I remember the photographer kind of looking at me and be like, now, like, <laughs> like now. Uh, so, like, okay. And then it just kind of snapped in, but none of us were in any rush to get ready. And, and it also takes all of yeah, like four minutes. Yeah, it didn't take very long. Less, uh, yeah, you don't have to bring anybody in to do our hair and makeup and pin dresses on and things you just do that all yourself yeah yeah um pre i knew you were gonna say that ceremony i would say um the ave maria Mm -hmm. kind of a surprise for both of us yeah a really good the, the singer who was singing the mass did a really good version of the ave maria yeah so we got married in the founder's chapel at USD where Jay and I and obviously Alex and Tom four pack all Mm -hmm. went to college and I sang in that choir and had my choir director put the whole mass together so she kind of worked her magic and we were like in seats in chairs up on the um, altar and it just sort of like started happening behind us um, reception moment, I would say leaving to go, uh, take pictures on the, at beach. the beach. Yeah. Ghosting the entire reception. I think it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we were like by ourselves. <laughs> yeah. A little moment pause of everything because yeah. And I the mean, beach was really nice. <clears throat> it was, it was a pretty perfect day. It was a little bit yeah. hot, but. My curls did not stay 
it, it was humid, which it does not usually happen in San Diego. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. Thank you. My next question and the last one that I, that I prepared. Okay. Um, if you could teach me one thing, and this could be like a, I was thinking of it more like a, a chore or a task or something that you maybe you get annoyed that I don't do or don't know how to do or whatever, or don't bother to do. <laughs> if you could teach me to do one thing, teach a man to fish kind of thing. Okay. What would you do? I feel like there's nothing you can't, like you can't do bar like my new hobby of sewing. Like I couldn't ask you to do that, but I could ask you to do anything else. I think I might coach you per se to be more confident on the phone making phone calls you know like admin phone calls Mm. (laughs) like making appointments for myself yeah and like ordering or like at a drive-through ordering you just doubt yourself more than I think you should and you can well I just want to make sure I get the order right exactly exactly but then I wouldn't have to be the one that does all those things. Joan and I have talked about this on the pod. We're both the person who makes the phone calls. Which is funny. I mean, which is funny also because what I was just talking about, of like I'm on the phone a lot for work, which I think is different. I treat that much differently than I do phone calls for my own personal well-being. It's like when uh, they're in about time and he's like, oh, you're a reader for work. So what do you do when you're not working? <laughs> yeah. Does it feel like work? I don't, I don't think I'll read that. It's too, too worky. Um, okay, sure. That's kind of where I think I thought you'd go. Really? With the answer to that question. Not like teach you how to make the bed. You yeah. know how to do everything. Um, but yeah, I guess I, I guess it's less like teach me how to do it, but in part the prioritization of doing this thing this is like the fair play conversation like what which i've been thinking about more recently now that ruth's just older fair play is like a deck of cards this is a good valentine's day gift if you want to get your partner (laughs) or not it is (laughs) because it helps you like balance the workload of a household and you know that doesn't need to be a family with kids like if you share a living space um you talk about who takes what card and who's responsible for that entire task right coming to you soon a (laughs) deck of fair play cards i would teach you (laughs) you just made these questions so you could I could teach you a few things. I could teach you a few things. I would teach you how to... Oh, A better way to use a microwave. (laughs) You are just going to talk about all the things that annoy you about me. I'm going to teach you how to close cabinets. (laughs) That was exactly the next thing I was going to say. Close cabinets. Georgie has a way of using the microwave, which I also discovered her mom does the same exact thing, which is funny. (laughs) Uh, Phil, and I'll admit, I get this part where you just use the, like... Add 30 seconds button, <laughs> no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Just that's the, cause it's the one button that's just like press and go. Uh, but then she'll, she'll do, you know, nuke something for 30 <laughs> seconds or time for 30 seconds and then pull it out at like 27 seconds. So there's like three seconds left. So it doesn't beep. So, but who cares if it beeps? Ruth, if she's sleeping. No, she can't hear it from there. 
But anyway, but that's not the only time you do that. You do it all the time. <laughs> and then it just flashes press I don't know start. What to say. It just flashes press start for I hours no and on end. I don't think it's a problem. Yeah, and also turning lights off. Right. But these are all things we both know. Right. <laughs> Should we end on a romantic topic? Okay. Um, this is one that I had on my original list, but we could maybe answer like what makes each other a good partner? What makes you, you want me to answer what makes you a good partner? Yeah. Or I, how am I a good partner for you? I think you're a good partner for me because you're patient and kind and you love me. <laughs> and these are all true things. <laughs> yeah, I've nailed it so far. <laughs> um Yeah, I think you I think in the ways that we are, we have a lot of shared interests, but we're different in a lot of ways and positive ways in that, like the ways that you are different from me, make me a better human for myself and for others. Mm. It's kind of opposite puzzle piece mm-hmm. situation. Opposites attract, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny because I think we are very similar because we enjoy the same things. Kind of like this weekend. Most of the same things. Most of the same things. It's a Venn diagram. Yeah. And our life is in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. But we're both like very chill. We like to be at home. We like a good view. We like a relaxing vacation. We like to be cozy. Mm Mm-hmm. We enjoy good food. Um, We like being parents to Ruthie. So for me, you're grounding in all of that because you are like just very stable and... Constant. Consistent. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think... And especially now, as we're, like, in so many different transitions in life, you think so differently than me. And so you're helping me to understand myself and how I think and how I feel and process things and how you do and, like, the beauty in both of those things and and where we can meet in the middle. Good answer. If you are thinking, wow, Alex is a really great podcaster, it's because he used to have a podcast. He did. If you want to find it, is it still it's on? It's still on Spotify, yeah, the pre-kend. The pre-kend. Pre- Which, P-R-E- funnily enough, another thing that Tom K-E-M-D. and I have in con- common is USD Radio, although he and Gus were... Were I, they live radio? They did it more than we did. Yeah. Were you live radio? Yeah. The podcast was live? It wasn't a podcast, it was a radio show. Oh, and then you t- and then you converted it into the pre-Ken podcast during COVID. With yeah, Lucas. or whenever we did that. Yeah. Yeah. It was COVID. We did it only a handful of times at school. Yeah. Which was a whole other thing of... It was low budget, you could call it that. <laughs> and, and low As listeners. As Secret Spillers. <laughs> but we are growing. And we are so glad you're here. And we just wanted to give you a peek behind... 
who we are because we are who we are because of our partners and we talk about them a lot on the pod even though i mean you don't listen to every episode you don't listen to any episode who could say (laughs) and with that wait and then and i'll make one more comment in the uh tea time mode okay uh we are both drinking beverages at at the current moment one of us being an English person, another person not an English person. And I'll have you guess, so I won't answer it on the pod. You'll, you can comment, like Call and subscribe. <laughs> uh, you can comment in your review or just comment on Instagram of who of the two of us do you think is drinking some iced drink like an American and who is drinking <laughs> English black tea with milk. There you have it. This has been Tea Time with G and X. Thanks for being here. Happy Valentine's Day, friends. Love you. Okay, let's talk about Alice Mushrooms today. We were so lucky to chat with Charlotte on the podcast and learn about their journey from food sciences and pharmaceutical backgrounds to this magical collaboration that is Alice. Yes. I, it's actually so funny, Georgie. I first heard about Alice from a friend in New York city. Um, they kind of became one of these cool new it brands as like mushroom use, functional mushroom use has taken off. Right. We've we're all been hearing about mm-hmm. the amazing effects. Um, a lot of the functional mushrooms can have on your body and your brain. Um, and this weekend, it's so funny. I saw them in uh, Charleston where my family lives at one of my favorite workout studios. Like they're an offering. Oh, wow. Now. Yeah. So they're, they're big time. Um, we, we knew them when they were a little baby brand, but now they're in all the cool places. Um, and that's because, you know, Charlotte is so amazing and she's created such an amazing product. Um, so definitely go back and listen guys to that episode with Charlotte. Um, if you're really interested in learning more about exactly what mushrooms can do for you and can do for your health and how they can really have a profound positive impact because G and I were we were fascinated by that episode. <laughs> yeah. We were like taking notes and and Charlotte is an expert in her field. So she knows everything there is to know about each little tiny ingredient and what they can do for you. Um, and I think what's the best part about Alice, and I'm sure you agree with me, is like, because you're what what do we you and Tom call yourselves? Oh Mushroom-phobes. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what there is a word. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is like mushrooms in the most delicious form possible delicious chocolate. Um, in addition to being yummy and good for you, they also have an amazing aesthetic. Um, I love a cool brand and they just have like hit the nail on the head with like fun millennial cute swag and like great branding and packaging. It's wow, chef's kiss. I've done that like six times this episode. I think that's going to be my <laughs> But <thing>. it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they have a new addition to their lineup. So mm-hmm. the happy ending chocolate, you guys, is formulated for arousal and pleasure and is dropping just in time for Valentine's Day. They're spicy, literally spicy <laughs> of chocolate are packed with supplements like ashwagandha, which we know of, yes. pepper, which we know of. Horny goat weed, what? Which we're very curious about, <laughs> but here for. <laughs> Googling that. Yes. Um, but together, the ingredients deliver an immediate boost to pleasure and arousal while improving long-term sexual function for all genders. And the excitement we have around this is <laughs> real. Unintended. <laughs> 
secret spillers. We know you will enjoy essential bite of chocolate to support intimate moments and long-term sexual wellness. So make sure you give happy ending a try more information on dosing ingredients and long-term benefits in the show notes. And as a secret spiller, of course, you can get your hands on any Alice mushrooms products, including the new happy ending chocolate for 15% off with code secret spiller 15 at alicemushrooms.com. Uh, don't worry. We have that info for you in the show notes and also in our link tree on Instagram. So give us a follow. Uh, we love that Alice has made it possible to supplement and support your health through the power of mushrooms and treat yourself to something delicious at the same time. Thank you so much, Alice Mushrooms, for being a partner of the pod and a true and loyal secret spiller. We love you. Thank you so much for joining us today. If this podcast means something to you, please rate, review, and share it with a friend. Catch you next, Catch you time. next time.